0: Hey, welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff, maybe some of the stuff you want to know, and very little that you need to know. I am Eric Ozeppa. I am Brady Steffel. Hey, Brady, how are you doing? What are you, what are you up to?
1: <laughs> I was watching video games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, uh was such a, like, you got to come out and explain what you were doing. You know, it's like, uh, what were you on? Well, I see there's a tournament on right now, and I was watching other people play video games I wasn't even playing, so...
0: So was it a tournament about a specific game or was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's
1: okay, a game cool. called League of Legends and um, it's got basically it's a big arena thing and there's five guys on one team, five guys on another team. There's basically pathways through it and then neutral things to kill and whatever. And you got to push through all the other guys and then destroy key pieces of their base and then, and then you win. Um, and it's, it's a huge, it's a global phenomenon. And so right now it's early season. There's a thing called a lock-in tournament. And so um all of the teams are playing and it's like right now is the last series.
0: So oh uh, wow, cool. Of, so bigger than like Frogger or Asteroids or something? Yeah,
1: like it's it's probably bigger than <laughs> both of those. Maybe maybe even combined. Um
0: but no, so like, in, seri- in all seriousness, is this like the big game now or is there is there other games too that are
1: there's a lot of big games out there. Um okay. this is one that translates really, really well into viewership. Um, if you watch a first-person shooter, you got Counter Strike, Call of Duty, or something. It's really hard to, like, provide a game state narrative okay. in a consistent way because you you have a single perspective, and then you're jumping back and forth, and you don't know when something's happening. And ah, by the time, yeah, 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 by the time the guy running the camera can switch it to that, then that's already over. And then you're you're, it's it just doesn't work very well. This is a top-down. You control your little dude from above, basically, and then you see different things. And as the fights are breaking out, there's a lot of one side versus the other side sort of skirmishes and sh- fires off some pot shots, and then and then it breaks open, and then there's really fast combos and stuff. And there's a big pro scene where, where pros can make millions of dollars. So it's a, it's a real deal these days. Um, and so I've got some friends who have their team, and they're really, really into their team, and they watch whenever they're playing. So yeah. there's... I mean, honestly, we've had a, a call going with, like... Six, ten, eight guys in it just watching games together. Holy so It's, it's wow. like getting together to watch football, uh, yeah. except we're all nerds and none of us play football. We play <laughs> video games. So that's what I was doing. And Eric just said <laughs> hey, it's text. awesome.
0: He's like, you, you coming? And I'm like, Oh. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. This thing oh. we call Side Dish. Yeah. Exactly. So here we are. That was that's right. What I've
1: been doing like all afternoon. It's Kelsey all watches too, so it's not just me. Um, no, no,
0: no. It's all good. I was uh, uh, fixing my coffee roaster. I had to do some uh, mechanical repair, so that's always fun. It took me okay. hours to finish yeah, yeah, it, yeah. but it was really pretty cool. Nice. Um, otherwise, life is good. No weather report from Brady today, or should we? Just no, check I'm locked and, inside
1: uh, watching video games. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, let's buzz. Let's do the buzz real quick. So actually, I have a bunch of items here. Um first one is Ziggy's is you know oh. from our friend uh Bill. Uh Bill. Yeah, Bill. Bill. Our, our reporter on the street if you will. So Bill teased man the man on the inside, us, yeah. Give us a really cool scoop about Ziggy's um heading out to Mead for their corporate headquarters and also it looks like they're going to have a drive up facility out there. So that's I'll tell you Ziggy's holy cow. I mean in fact, I think they just made like the Fortune 500 as far as is top it? like franchises. I, yeah, you know, I'm surprised. I mean, it's that crazy. I'm not. It's absolutely crazy. So
1: when we first moved here, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this with some caveats because I, I like Ziggy's fine. I like Starbucks fine. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not hating on Ziggy's, but I, I was a little surprised at um, the ability that for these franchises to keep building when you know you've got. I mean, you've got the Paint One up north now. What is that one? Um,
0: oh, <laughs> Dutch Brothers. Dutch Brothers,
1: <laughs> which I, I think looks like a Sherwin Williams. I mean, you've got that, which is you know national now, and you've got uh, Starbucks, a couple, few, however many in town. You've got a bunch of stuff like that. So I, I'm surprised that there's still market share for for more to expand. Good on them. It's a local company. Um, they make decent coffee. My mom really, really likes going there when she's out. Yeah. People like it, so uh, good
0: on them. Well, That's kind of cool. I have to tell you, I think that there's their, their equation, if you will, or how they do things so well is customer service. I mean, they're just like on top of it. They're asking yeah. people friendly greetings. You know, I think that's just really the key component that they've had. And you know, and they have like I, I would agree with you, it's not like my favorite coffee, but it's yeah. it's good. It's good. I mean, people really like it, obviously, is demonstrated by the fact that it's yeah, continuing I mean, if, to grow. So
1: if somebody says, Hey, do you want to go get a cup of coffee at Ziggy's? It's like, sure. Yeah, I'm not sure, like why not? it's yeah. like, you know, yeah, do I like going to the quirky places? I guess I haven't been in Luna since they painted their
0: floors or whatever.
2: But...
0: <laughs> haven't painted their floors yet. No. No. No, no, I, I think that was. If I'm not mistaken, I think that they were planning to refinish the floors. I'm still going there every once in a while, but yeah, it's still, I think that the floor, I can't remember if the floors are done or not. So, wow. Who knows? Anyway, Uh, I'm pretty sure they are redone. So, um, let's see. Uh, I do want to do a shout out to bill. You know, we just shouted him out for Ziggy's and Matt too. We have another guy whose name is Matt and he's out there like giving us information too, as well. And, Matt told us about the record stores, uh, hours mm. last week or two weeks ago. And so I want to give a shout out to Matt. If he wants to continue doing that, that'd be awesome. Um, the other one too, that I wanted to, a couple of reopenings that are kind of interesting. So martinis is reopening on February 1st. Okay. Getting, uh, all boosted up for Valentine's day. Of course. Uh, the pump, oh, house, yeah, a big one. pump house is reopening this week. So okay. that's a pretty big one for Main Street. And then um, the flower store, there's – if you remember between 9th – I mean, between 10th and 11th, there is this flower store next to the – kind of the Barnwood, And yeah, yeah, yeah. this is on Main Street. They're moving so. to where the kitchen used to be, the one yep. – Kitchen supply a, store. A floor, a floor, a, fl- a flory? Is that something? That one? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it just says flower shop, I think, on the side. But they're opening this week in that space. So that'd be kind of cool, too. That is cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it
1: reminds me of the uh, reputable EAT chain of diners. Yeah. Just <laughs> eat. Yeah. Eat. Flowers, Flowers. You know what you're going to get? Flowers. Um, yeah. And I think actually, if memory serves, there was a changeover in Martini's. Um, kitchen staff or like who was going to run yeah the back of the house changed since we've been doing this
0: for sure I, actually I, ownership changed so ownership they, okay yeah so they they sold it so the samples who owned samples owned it and then they sold it okay. and i don't know who the current owner is but i you know you've been it's in there since owner.
1: any of the i have
0: not no um
1: i mean frankly, i frankly to... it
0: was is more like it do it for the patio but again if it's not warm i yeah, you know, really. You know, it's They're tough to freeze out there.
1: Beautiful patio, and oh, I yeah. never really went inside. And I caught you out a little bit because you, yeah, it needed a little updating on the inside. <laughs> that you were saying. And yeah, I'm wondering if, if yeah. they were going to do any of that or what the menu was going to look like. Um, Cause I've got dietary restrictions. I can't eat a lot of stuff. And so I would yeah. go there and be like, can I eat this? Can I eat that? And they're like, well, I don't know. Yeah. And so it was, it was really
0: killer for the patio. Um, Solid drinks. Nice scene, like beautiful streets. So. Absolutely. You know, the martinis are awesome. The drinks, the mixed drinks are great. Yeah, I would, I, I would own that, that comment I probably made, uh, about a year or so ago was about, you know, it was kind of eighties wallpaper decor in there. Right. And, um, you know, I think that they had made some progress on it, but it's a funky space. I mean, it's that old house, you know, funky space kind of thing going on and they do need some updating, but the patio is the, by far the best thing to oh, do oh yeah
1: so. and i mean you can own that stuff too there's no reason you can't make that work lucille says yeah. that i mean let's be honest lucille's the floors <laughs> of lucille's are wild you know <laughs> it's like what is going on in this old house but i love eating at lucille's i think it's great and they yeah. just own the quirk and the charm of it and they just they fold it in they make it work and you're sitting outside going jeez some of that siding could really really be replaced
0: yeah like, there's exactly rotten stuff out there but uh, that's not going to stop me from eating there i think it's a yeah. great place the service is bang on bang on so whatever. agreed yeah, it's really yeah, it is interesting. Um let's see. And then I was reading in the Times Call that there's an event center planned north of town. So a couple is going to build an event center, like a wedding, you know, maybe <laughs> a an event space for nonprofits to host their events. Mm-hmm. Um the county is all actually in on it, so it's going to be like 300 person event space. Okay. And um so that It'll be interesting a new new kind of venue if you will so we yeah. have a few things here but not very much but um but that'll be pretty cool right um and then we can i think our special guests here are here at this moment so katie is here and i don't know your guests so forgive me katie but um why don't you we're introduce our, we're introduce guests yourself
1: Guests now eric what is going <laughs> on <here? laughs>
0: <Yeah>. and katie <laughs> i am gonna i would butcher your last name so if you could pronounce it that would be awesome too so
3: yeah, so I'm Katie K.O. Proffy. Um, I do all the emailing and everything, but this is my husband, uh, Devin K.O. Proffy.
0: Okay, Devin. Okay.
3: Um, we, we do Tiger and Wife together. So he, he was actually the one emailing you at one point. Everything's a pretty much joint effort.
0: Oh, so you were under disguise then. Okay, so Devin, you weren't really disclosing who you were.
2: Well, you know. obviously I'm kidding. I'm, obviously, I'm the wife, and that's the Tiger. <laughs>
0: You
2: know, if you
1: guys <laughs> get confused crazy. by any means, you know, you can, <laughs> so 21, my man, you take out whatever roles work for you.
0: That's right. That's right. Katie and Devin actually are owners of tiger and wife. And can you tell us about, tell us about yourselves a little bit and how tiger and wife came to be.
2: You want to take that? Or you want
3: not be. Yeah. Um, so we're, we are both chefs. Uh, we met in the kitchen. We started our relationship rolling dumplings together. Oh, I've wow. ever stopped ever since. And we both grew up in kitchens, um, cooking food, the kitchen, we we both say the kitchen raised us different types of kitchens, mostly, um, what they used to call farm to table. But Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of restaurants are sort of shifting to that model. And we are just both obsessed with food. We go out to eat on our days off. Um, whether that's like a simple Asian bomb me or like a nicer fine dining restaurant, and we're very passionate about the food we make and share with each other. And we want to share that with everyone around us.
0: That's awesome. So then w- did you meet here locally, like in Longmont, or was it somewhere else? Or
3: So
2: we actually both met on the East Coast. Uh, I'm from Maryland, born and raised. And uh, Kitty came back from San Francisco. And we met through a restaurant on the East Coast. Uh, actually, a, a shout out to them, the shark on the harbor just <laughs> uh, Maryland. Um, like she said, we... Uh, we, we met rolling dumplings one day. I used to run a pop-up sushi series.
0: Yeah.
2: And one day I was so far behind and she was making cakes and <laughs> looked at me desperately and said, do you need help? And, uh, you know, seven. Oh, years
1: yes. That's all I feel about my wife. <laughs> uh, you, thank God you're here. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God.
2: And, you know, I stumbled when I was, I, I, I accepted the help and, you know, seven years later where I moved across the country and we're in long by now and trying to show, you know, show, our size of, you know, here, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So
1: when, when you said you guys uh, were raised in kitchens, when did you start? What did that look like? Because I, I have a background in kitchens too. Like I, my first job was like 14 doing catering through a grocery store and stuff and then rolled through a bunch and then exited eventually. But like early, early for you guys or was it, where did you get in? What was your...
2: So mine, my dad owned a Chinese restaurant in Washington, D.C. All the way up to about, mm, about until I was about 16 years old. Yep. So, I grew up with a split household. So when I would go see him, it was more like, "Hey, watch these walks." <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're hanging out with dad now. We're quality time. So it was, from there, it was washing walks, and then you know how you—I uh, don't know if you, if you guys—but I got I got that bug where I'm like, I don't want to watch walks. I'm gonna go make cheeseburgers. So oh, yeah. then, when I, I got a, a job at a at a pub when I was 14, and sure enough, they're like, "Hey, you wash the dishes." I'm like, "Oh." Well, at least yeah. I'm not washing walks, and yeah. <laughs> I, started, I started very young. I, I think I remember I was probably eight years old um, at my dad's restaurant on a milk stool washing. Yeah. And Holy then, like, cow! I'm 29 now, so yeah. I think
1: too much did is- you, <laughs> as you move through that, did you do like the kitchen meritocracy thing where they're like, "All right, one of the guys on the line just quit tonight. You're up."
2: Let's oh yeah, go. I remember the the first time. I think I was uh, I was 15. Yeah. And uh the prep cook, he uh he walked out and I was like, What happened to him? We need burgers. And I was like, I can make them, I can do whatever you want. <laughs> and they were like, Are you sure? I was like, Yeah, yeah. And you know, by my way up there and then here I am, like, I've never made a cheeseburger before, but I know how to make fried rice and you know, <laughs> do the same thing, just add it up, you know, figure it out. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's okay. so for- – Go ahead,
1: Brady. I've always said that kitchens are one of the, the truest meritocracies of the places that I've ever worked because it's like you need a body, you need the best person to do it right now. And then it's like if you're working there, you can you can move. Not every restaurant, but in a lot of places, you can go from operating the dish uh, the dishwasher, you know, and then you can just sort of keep sliding up, keep sliding up, and you rise to the level of of you know what works. And then you can go off and launch that into a different career. So I think that it's it's cool. I, you get guys like you, right? You get out there and open your own thing, meeting family and...
2: Yeah, you know, if, if anything, it, it, it really instills that, the work ethic, you know, the dedication to it. Like, you know, you, I don't I don't know if anyone who's ever washed dishes, it's a hard job, you know? And to come in day in, day out, it's going to build that stride, that dedication that you want to do something yourself. You know, and years, like I said, you know, years later, we found a, a idea that's cohesively that where we can even involve each other, you know, husband and wife team kind of
0: bringing that to fruition. That's very cool. So how did you get to Longmont? Like, did you just pick a map and say, we got to move to Longmont or how'd that that work out? Darts, I'm guessing. This is a
2: cool one.
3: It was a strange series of events. Um, We, so we had our, uh, we had our daughter and after that we were like, okay, we want to, we want to learn more about food. We want to venture out into the world and we want to find a place to, um, put roots down and make our own because we didn't want to stay in where we were. It was a tourist. Mm -hmm. town, And so we hopped around a few places. Um, We checked out some places in California, places in Texas. And all of a sudden we ended up here for a week long vacation and we just totally fell in love. Um, Even like started, we were like casually looking for jobs on our weekly vacation. And it's just a place that has so Longmont in Colorado, but especially Longmont has so much to offer. Like we love that we're 45 minutes away from the city, and amazing food there, and so many different cultural experiences. And we can also give that to our daughter. But at the same time, um, we're avid explorers, so we can take that same 45 minutes and get into the mountains. And yeah. Yeah. gosh, we feel so lucky to have found somewhere. We were like, we have to, we have to live here. Like we have to be a part of this. It's amazing. So we're super stoked that it ended up this, uh, it ended up being Longmont and that we're still here. And um, we feel so grateful and so blessed that we have so many people interested in our business and that we can start building that here too.
0: It's awesome. So you are, you founded Tiger and Wife then, and then when did that, you know, I looked online and our our friend Bill actually alerted to us uh, of your endeavor. And were you looking at starting a restaurant first, or you just decide to kind of jump into this, this kind of online? pop up you said you're using ghost kitchens right now and i'm guessing that was probably because of pandemic but was there was there a a a plan before pandemic hit that was usurped by something else so
2: i think uh between us we've always kind of looked for this idea of how to have a restaurant like cohesively i i mainly do asian food surprise uh and uh is um a very skilled pastry chef and baker, so we were trying to figure that out. But as the pandemic hit, COVID nineteen obviously shut down the restaurant industry for a, a very long time. So she started baking. A lot of friends started asking for her <clears throat> for her 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 sourdough, pineapple buns, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of figured out that uh, with with Goats Kitchen's, we can make this. Uh, we can kind of grow a little bit more,
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: and then. Because uh, the idea is always to have a brick and mortar so we can have more than just a restaurant, more of a, a community space. Yeah. To be able to feed people, share stories. Um, you know, like we said before, raising kitchens, the kitchen's our second home. You know, it always has been. So we wanted to really elaborate on that space. So those kitchens kind of helped provide a second income during the pandemic, why everything else was still so shut down because people still have to eat. And
3: uh, as two restaurant uh, workers, as two cooks, you know, our hours were cut and we were like, oh, crap, like, what do we do? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So then we just decided to keep doing the only thing we know how to do, which is like feed people and make them happy through food.
0: That's awesome. It is a a definition of a ghost kitchen, one that is perhaps shut down during the during pandemic. Or is it uh, just shut down because of it was shut down or or am I totally way off base? I don't know what a ghost kitchen is. Um, it, uh, they don't
3: have to have, they don't have to be shut down kitchen. Um, it's basically a kitchen that you're borrowing. So it's not your own kitchen. That's why it's called oh, a ghost. Okay. Kitchen. You come in and then you leave. You're like a ghost. Ah, um, okay. So, so we use a commercial kitchen, you know, that's that we pay for. It's not, it's not anyone's, it's a shared kitchen. And um, it helps us to make sure that there's an interest, you know, we don't want to just open a restaurant out of nowhere. So this yeah. kind of gives us time to test out um, our menu ideas and, see if people are interested in our cuisine. Yeah. Um, can you, can you talk, us,
1: talk us through a little bit more about what your business model actually is and like what you're what you're doing? Um, I don't think we've covered that. Yeah. yeah we? So, we do, uh, out.
3: <laughs> so we do a, uh, we deliver on Sundays. So we uh, do Sunday brunch mm-hmm. and we've also added a uh, heat meat service to our ordering. So basically you can order brunch for Sunday. Mm-hmm. Ordering starts about a week before uh, we get all your orders in. Usually, um, by the Friday before we'll send you a text message, what time your order is going to be there. And that Sunday we get into our kitchen extremely, extremely early. We make all the food, we do everything we need to do to get that ready packaging. And then we deliver all the food to your houses.
0: Holy cow. That's amazing. That's yeah, really
3: cool. You can have breakfast that morning and like dinner that night, or maybe later that week. Um, and some delicious dessert as well. So, and I have to something.
0: tell you, you're not you're not delivering mac and cheese. I mean, I look at the the items you have on your website; it's pretty cool, you know, really neat Asian influence, but also some really neat, just some really neat kind of. I wouldn't say fusion because I think that's a dirty word within within <laughs> cooking, but I think there's some really cool flavors there, so it looks cool. Um,
2: yeah, so to elaborate on that, um, <clears throat> we wanted to showcase uh, a a different spectrum of Asian food. Um, mm-hmm. I appreciate you not saying a fusion because this is, we like to call it a natural hybrid. So, uh, and the reason being is that in LA, you know, you have Koreans and the Mexicans and you have like the Kogi truck by Roy Choi mm-hmm. and Jersey, uh, <laughs> that, the Italians in the, in, uh, with, with the Jersey Shore influence. And there's this natural hybrid, hybrid of kind of a European and Asian um, mix already. So from us selling uh, or us uh, showcasing kind of breakfast noodles that you would see in Thailand to mm-hmm. also milk buns that are shown in, in Japan as well. So there's already no. this natural uh, environment or habitat that's already kind of been laid out. And we really want to show that with, with a different style of breakfast. That's not your usual pancaking eggs and French
0: toast. That's awesome. So um we're all into Brady and I are all into shameless plugs. So do you want to tell people your website and anything else that they should know about you and how do they find you?
3: Yeah, we'll tell you all about us. Um <laughs> our website is uh a N D wife.com. Uh if you check, if you go there, there's an order tab. So whenever you click that, um, it'll tell you what's going on with the weekly orders. We do go between Longmont and Boulder. So if it says Longmont, you order for Longmont and that's your you're open that week. Um, we also have a ton of information on our Instagram, which is mm-hmm. just Tiger and Wife. Um, we're primarily on Instagram, so I would say that's the best resource. But our Instagram, our website, and then we, you can also find us on Facebook at Tiger and Wife as well.
1: Fantastic. Your Instagram just Tiger and Wife. I don't have. I don't do the the Insta stuff.
3: We we don't either. So this the um or we don't usually do Facebook. So that's okay. Instagram is just Tiger and Wife. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Make sure everybody can find you.
3: <laughs> yeah, awesome. Thank you. We appreciate that.
0: No, absolutely, and I, like I said, I, th- I am so. I think we're so fortunate to have you on here to, to kind of tell you about some of the things, or tell our listeners about some of the things that you're doing, and some of the unique uh, cuisines you're looking to bring to and have brought to the Boulder County area. So, thank you so much for joining us today, and um, we wish you the best.
3: Thank you and guys thank you. so much. We appreciate
0: it. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Take care. Thanks.
3: Take care. Take care. Take care.
0: All right, that was uh, Katie and Devin from Tiger and Wife, and uh, it, like I said, when I looked at the website, I was like, wow, it's kind of blown yeah. away with some of the things Looks Looks offering. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> the idea of having the brunch and stuff could be a lot of fun, too, like you just you, know, you roll out of bed, and somebody brings you something really nice to eat, because I mean, I've, if I'm honest, when I make breakfast food, it's it's usually pretty limited. I yeah. would not have breakfast food for dinner tonight,
0: actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like breakfast for dinner. That's awesome. Yeah, right? yeah I
1: mean, you—it's pandemic times, right? We're not going to run out for like any anything cohesive. We had some pork sausage in there. It's like, well, let's make some sausage. And, <laughs> exactly.
0: Good. So it's really but. funny though. Just as a kind of a segue, you know, they're delivering the food, which I think is really cool and unique. So they're not asking people to go somewhere and pick it up; right. they're actually going to deliver it, which I think is neat. And then um, we actually found out that. Blue Pig Laundry, which is just literally on 1030 in Kaufman, 1030 Kaufman. So it says Laundromat has been there forever, but it's now it's renamed something. It used to be Soapy Jane's, or maybe it's Soapy Jane's Blue Pig Laundry. But anyway, blue pig pig laundry. They actually will pick up your they'll pick up your clothing and then deliver oh, it back to you, which nice. is the coolest thing in the world. So they're all yeah. through the county. And I was just like, I was so fascinated by that model. I think that's such a cool model. Usually people will drop off and yeah. You know, if they need something laundered, like a comforter or something like that, and I just think it's pretty neat that they're offering that—not only the the self service, but they're also offering that kind of full service where you can go by and those yeah. stuff and and drop it off. So I think that's pretty neat. Shout out to them. Yeah. I think that I think that the pandemic is going to cause just a lot of people to really rethink how they're doing business, and already has, obviously. But
1: yeah, I think a lot of people have been like change or die. I mean, that's kind of where we're at, right? Yeah. Absolutely. You can't you can't operate the same way that we we were able to. People get used to a certain amount of stuff. I will admit to using grocery delivery services more than I ever thought I would, and just really digging on that because <laughs> I can screw around wearing my sweatpants, you know, on the weekend morning, and then just when it shows up, it shows up, uh, yeah. which is really nice. It what I don't like is the not going to the store to get the thing that you want to have for the day yeah. or whatever. But
0: if you just get enough stuff and throw it in the freezer, then yeah, it's fine. And do you have recommendations? I think you said King Supers was a little janky sometimes because they'll just yeah know, grab I had something. A, but
1: I had a hard time with them. Um, I'm not saying that they wouldn't. It probably depends on who's running the, the show. I I've, I will say that while I don't necessarily like to give uh, Jeff Bezos any more of my money, the whole whole Foods, whole whole Foods delivery has been fast and flawless. Like and. I think it's them. I can't remember if it was them or Target. They'll like directly text you and be like, hey, uh, we don't have the one that we wanted. Do you want this or do you want that? Or like, how yellow do you want your bananas versus green? <laughs> and I'm that just is like,
0: pretty <laughs> specific. Yeah,
1: it is. And yeah. it's like, you know, it's not too intriguing. If you don't message back and they don't do anything, whatever. Um, so those like that and Target, but Target does have a delivery charge. But it, like it's going to be a wash if you're spending money at Whole Foods, it, it ain't cheap to begin with. Um, but their their quality is good. The the food is usually pretty good. It's just it is more expensive. So yeah. Um, but we tend to do a couple big orders, and I tend to wait until it's worth the whatever ten or fifteen bucks to have Target delivered because you know if you're going to spend three hundred dollars at Target, then what's the matter if you're spending ten bucks? But if you're going <laughs> to spend twenty bucks, then it's like well okay. So yeah, it's definitely definitely a change.
0: All right, a couple more things on my list is uh, it's, uh, Longmont's, Longmont's 150th anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah pretty yes. exciting. I can't pronounce what it's really for, officially called, a Susque Centennial. Oh. I can't do it, but I'll try. But uh, maybe you can uh, figure that out. And then I wanted to share my line story with you. I was at the brewing market. Want to get your take on this. Uh-huh. So I go to the brewing market, and I walk in. There are people over at the, if you could visualize the brewing market, you know, people at the refrigerated counter where the sandwiches and the baker, the baked sure. goods and that sort of thing are. So I walk in and I take my position in line and this guy comes back and he goes, um, I was in line. Can I get back in? <laughs> and I was kind of like, well, yeah, I, you yeah. weren't here saying, Hey, I'm going to step out of line. Yeah, you know, would you mind holding my place? Right. I just took my position in line. The dude, like what? So like, I'm not supposed to give my space to the guy who went to the bathroom who decided just to show up and say, Hey, I'm in front of you.
1: Yeah. I walked in the door before you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I had to pee. Yeah. So I'd really like to uh, order before you. Cause I'm, so is that
0: part. weird or am I weird? I just, no, that's that was weird.
1: So weird. That's pretty like, weird. Like, plus like you it's a coffee shop. Like unless somebody goes, Oh, uh, I need eight, you know, half calf, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be somebody's going to order a cup of coffee and then they're going to move out of the way and then you going to order your cup of coffee and your your thing or whatever and then you're done. You know, there's yeah. there's just not that much to it. So that that's weird to me. If somebody's he just, like, "Hey."
0: And he kind of looked at me like I was being kind of I mean, I probably had this face like, "Oh, okay, sure." You know, like right. whatever. And I, he kind of was like annoyed that he even had to ask and I was like I just yeah. it was so weird. I was like, well, "Okay,
1: uh, sure." Breed his mind next time. I, mean, I guess
0: so. Maybe you know, I that's should. That's what it comes down to. I don't know. Yeah. People
1: are weird. I don't understand a lot of times. It's just like, is it that big a deal? Where nah, I mean, you gotta know deal. if you're in line and you leave the line and nobody sees you or anything. That's just
0: that's just the way that it works. I don't know. I think that's the way life works. But again, it wasn't like a you know it wasn't like fifty people in line either. So I didn't care. Didn't kill me, but I just thought it was weird. So right. Yeah. But anyway. So ses- that's ses- uh
1: sesquicentennial sesqu-
0: sesqu- sesquicentennial did you get it?
1: Well, I'm looking at it. Sesquicentennial, ses- Sesqui centennial SESQUI SUSQUE sesquicentennial <laughs> Quasqu-
0: There is a there is a fave uh, one of my favorite movies is waiting for guffman. Okay. Christopher Guest one of his parody Movies, and it's about a community that's actually celebrating their 150th 50th anniversary, Blaine, Missouri. So I think we should have a play or huh? a musical that celebrates Longmont now.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Why not? Uh, sure. No. Be real exciting. <laughs>
1: 175 years is a Dodrans Bicentennial. Okay. Do-drans-bicentennial. Yeah, these get really weird. I didn't know these were a thing. Yeah. I don't either. I mean, I like to drop, like, septuagenarian and octogenarian into casual <laughs> conversation because
0: they're funny, but these are beyond me. Well, I've cute up the music because we're really exciting here with our content. Let's so. get out of here, yeah. yeah. Let, the, let the poor people go. I know. <laughs> like we ever had any to begin with? What? Yeah, yeah. just, you know, whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> hey all right and as always we thank andy epler for our intro music and um find us on amazon music allegra stitcher spotify wherever you find your pod content and reach out to us at side dish longmont at gmail.com want to thank katie and devin again from tiger and wife for joining us yeah that was cool check them out um it's really pretty a unique model and also the food it looks exceptional so thanks brady thanks man
1: till next time